0: Welcome back. We're coming up to the tail end now of our special off the ball uh, uh, Nolik Naman special and we're talking about basketball because Mary McGuire from Basketball Ireland has very kindly joined myself and Clina and we're looking forward to Cup semi-final weekend in Cork next weekend. It is, I know people love the Cup finals but I actually prefer the semi-finals in Cork. It's amazing.
1: Oh yeah, it's absolutely like uh, January is crazy month for us and it starts off with this weekend in Cork. All roads leaden- leading down to Neptune and the Merdyke on Friday. And yeah, it's just going to be an incredible weekend. As you said, action-packed. And it is probably one of the highlights. I know the Cup Finals, they said everyone loves going to Tala, but there's something special about Cork. There
0: is. It's just, remember Kieran Shannon, he wrote that book, Hanging from the Rafters. Yeah. Clean. And just, just some magic, but
2: I know Cork people like to say they own Irish they've basketball. They've never forgiven, they've never forgiven Basketball Ireland for taking the cup finals out of Neptune. <laughs> I remember getting into a taxi one day and having a chat with a fellow and saying, I knew, and he went, You took the cup finals from us. And they still, <laughs> they still, they still can't believe it. But it is brilliant semi finals down there because it is one of the homes, one of the big homes of Irish basketball. And we have
0: two local derbies. We have two Dublin teams facing off. Uh, together and then we have two Cork teams as well.
1: Oh yeah, like the lineup for the Women's Cup semi-finals couldn't be any better this weekend. I'm so excited. So the Cork Derby on Friday night, uh, Singleton Super Valley Brunel are playing Father Matthews and then on Saturday Courtyard Liffey Celtics and DCU Mercy. They're just, it's four phenomenal teams and either of those two
0: games could be the final really. I find Liffey Celtic fascinating because they just popped up out of nowhere a few years ago and all of a sudden they were in a cup final. And you're just wondering how did they manage to grow so quickly? That within was it a year or two they were in there in the cup final. I are know. they
2: Dublin or Kildare. Mary? They're Kildare. They're Kildare. Yeah, they're league, 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 slip. league yeah. slip. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. I league still slip. they play. They play. Oh, they
1: play in the Dublin leagues as well. Which is is that For one of the reasons league, yeah. why they've got they what that helped them to develop? I definitely think so. Like Liffey Celtics, if you followed their journey, you know, I remember when they first came into the Super League when I was wasn't with Basketball Ireland. I was just kind of a fan, and you know they were kind of struggling there early on, and and then as you said, all of a sudden they come out out of nowhere and it's really to do with that development they, their underage structure is phenomenal and then they've got their, their local league games as you said Clino, over in, in the Dublin League but their underage is huge and the Super League players what I find really nice about it is Super League players are coaching the underage teams you have got Anya O'Connor one of the yeah, big international standards. stars big Super League stars indeed she's coaching one of the underage teams this weekend in Cork and speaking of them in Cork they've got three teams there this weekend and that's just mm. a testament yeah, to in all the, the work they're doing in the underage, cup final in the underage team the well. 20 and the Super League Wow, and is was the, is there one of the young
2: girls from that club? Was she the C.J. Fulton got a lot of uh, attention last year because he scored
1: all the three pointers. But there was a young girl. Was she from that club? She was Kira Bracken. Schools? Yeah. So that very same day that C.J. got his 3 pointers earlier on that day, Kira Bracken got nine three pointers, and I was commentating on the game, and I was like, "This is absolutely unbelievable." And then of course C.J. came along and did fifteen. But and uh, like poor Kira because I I'm think like, it was missed Keira, that the, we had the, it young, got lost in was it the, under the C.J. madness. That that under nineteen cup as yeah, well. That phenomenal. Cup. She's,
2: she's a star. She, is she playing Super League yet? No. She's not yet, yeah, she, no. She's, she's, she's still she underage, under underage so.
1: She's up and coming and her, her sister Erin as well um has been fantastic around the league. She's gone up to Ulster University Elks, who are in the women's division one cup semi final semifinal, uh, next weekend as well. So yeah there's two huge games and as I said DCU Mercy are reigning cup champions. Yeah. Um, you know they stopped that Glanmire drive for five, drive five, five as for five. you remember the last year. And it was a phenomenal right game buzzer. You know, Mclemire's um, American had the chance to to win the game on that buzzer beater, um, but DCU won it for the first time since 2011. So, you know, and DCU for their credit, they did the treble last year. They won the 18, the 20, yeah. and the Super League. And they really
2: came back, Mary, yeah, didn't they? Came from, back,
1: yeah. And they're going to be a powerhouse um, of women's basketball. If you look, they've a they've a spoiler riches at underage. You know, he's subbing one Irish international off for the other. It's absolutely wow. crazy. And they were knocked out under 18 this year, but they're in the 20 and the Super League this year. And they've five players who are crossing over those two teams there's and five players playing The one that
2: interested in. me was well fi- Glenmire as you said um, Martassa were going for five in a row last year and they haven't made the semi-finals this year and Father Matthews where have they come from if you like I- I-
1: to be They've there They've been stealing <laughs> <from Glenmire. laughs> Well I don't know you, <laughs> but um, I won't comment on that but um, yeah Glenmire I'd say it must be more than ten years since we've had a cup semi-final without <laughs> Glenmire yeah. um, so it's, it's an interesting turn of the tide uh, down in Cork are doing extremely well in the Women's Super League but came up short against DCU in that cup quarter final but Father Matthews for their side of it they've come up from Women's Division 1 this year they won uh, the Women's Division 1 National Cup last year and, and they got promoted then this year and the, as you said they have a couple of Glanmire, former Glanmire stalwarts most notably I suppose gronya Dwyer who was of course the Irish captain this year yeah. in Cork as well for that small countries tournament so gronya is now back playing with her sister Neve. so the Dwyer what fire is back together fire Dwyer fire else, yeah and like whatever what a huge thing it is for their club as well to be promoted and and in their very first year to be into a Super League. And Glamour lost Claire Rockall as well, another brilliant Irish international.
2: Yes. Is she back playing in Galway or home? She is. Yeah, she's back with Marie. I didn't realise Claire has gone back to yes.
1: Galway. Yeah, so she's back in Marie. And Marie, of course, are also in the cup semi-final. They're in the Women's Division One cup semi-final against Swords uh, Thunder, which is going to be a cracking game. But Claire Rockall has been top scoring, obviously, in for Marie. And then Chantal Alfred, who would have been another Glamour stalwart, she kind of went from. Glamour i to Colester and now she's with Father Matthews as well so wow. there's just been a lot of movement in yeah, the women's league um, particularly down uh, the south and the southwest. why and is
0: that is it just more teams are opening up but there's more opportunity or yeah it-
1: is it, do people sometimes just, is it geogra- geographical reasons you might decide I want to go back home? or Yeah, a lot of the time it is a bit of the geographical thing to, to go back and when Marie for example didn't have a National League yeah. team, this is their first year mm, yeah. and so kind of when we heard that Marie were coming back on the scene, your first thought was Claire Ockel because her brother Owen is synonymous with yeah. the Marie men's team and um, so you would think Claire would have gone back and then, you know Cork is an interesting one because there's now three women's Super League teams in Cork. That is amazing. It's phenomenal, yeah and it's just shows the growth of basketball down there still you know and um, yeah Father Matthews it's been an interesting journey for them they opened their own new arena this year as well um, which is huge that's two teams down in Cork now with their own Neptune the other one obviously uh, the storied grounds of Neptune but um, you know for Father Matthews to have their own arena that's been a phenomenal um, step forward for Irish basketball you know and it's been great for international teams because Father Matthews have been letting them use the, uh, the arena for you know for training and stuff which is brilliant.
2: And, and obviously, Mary, the men's league at the moment, the Super League is up. This weekend was a cracking weekend
1: again. Yeah, what a weekend it is. And just before we came on air, we had a top of the table clash up in Belfast, Temple against Belfast Star. Temple just won by two points, but like there's four or five teams now, all within a point or two points of each other at the top of the table. Like last year, we had a crazy finish to the men, and this year it's a super. It's
2: They, Donnie, Kilorgan was absolutely jammers. Yeah, they were hanging from the rafters in Kilorgan this yeah, weekend. Yeah, hanging from the rafters in Kerry and there?
1: huge Kerry derby, Calorglan against Tralee last night it was a bit of a revenge one for Tralee because the first game of the season was Calorglan against Tralee and Tralee and Calorglan won Um so that was a big upset but revenge was got nicely now last night Tralee came out with the win there but Kerry basketball is it could deserve nearly a whole radio show on its own for what they're doing <laughs> down there. It's absolutely phenomenal. The crowds they get is crazy. Like it's just super yeah. sick.
2: and there's a big schools derby, boys' schools derby, under nineteen cup derby coming up down there. Yes. One of the things that we were interested in Mara, to ask myself as well is that we heard um are are you doing a special initiative um to develop more women's coaches? Because it's something we always noticed that so many even of the Super League teams they're coached by men, women's teams. Is there a new initiative there?
1: Yeah, definitely. So it's something that we've been looking at for a while. Suzanne Maguire um, who you'd know as one of the stalwarts of Irish basketball, you know, she's on the Elite Performance Committee at Basketball Ireland and it's something she's been looking at you know, the we were looking at international level, why there's no female head coaches at that level and then when that kind of evolved, we looked further into it and was like that goes across Super League, it goes to National League and even down through the underage so it was a question of why is this happening, what can we do about it and I think the whole 20 by 20 campaign is something that we've been able to work really closely with. It's to, you know, it's something that we really want to drive forward. We're having this women's coaching forum spearheaded by Suzanne. And um, it's going to be on the same day as the cup finals in Tala, uh, the women's cup finals in Tala, which is absolutely huge. And we're just getting international coaches and um, we're getting Irish coaches and um, men, women, everyone to come to this forum to try and figure out why women aren't applying for these head coach roles because we have international roles coming up every year and people are like oh there's no women you know why have you not appointed yeah. any women and no women have applied coming forward for yes yeah. so it's to get a forum a discourse going with Irish women uh, around the country as to why they aren't coming forward what can be done about it and for younger players and coaches and people around the game as well that they have someone to look up to that there's a representation there and that there's a pathway as well for players the most important thing Pathways, yeah. you know, because if you look at some of our elite players, you know the Grania Dwyers of the world, the Sarah Woods, all of those. Sarah's a great coach um, in the, scabbled, the schools, yeah. yeah. The the <laughs> She's school. a very successful coach. Um, but even we we mentioned the Brackens. There, Aaron Bracken is an assistant coach there now with the Ireland Under Twenty. But it's to get more of them and more of when they start to leave the game, that they're not leaving their knowledge and leaving the Are game. Are there any female coaches in the Super League this year? In the Super League, no. We have an assistant coach in Gillian Hayes who would have coached Wildcats for a long time. in tex International uh, as Yes, as well. And, and you do actually
0: get the female coaches in the international set of or assistant coaches Assistant coaches, yeah, They'd yes. be involved there. But again, they're not the head coaches and yeah. stuff.
1: And it's, it's not for, for lack of skill. It's just they're, they they have not been applying for the role. There's, yeah. there's definitely the skills out there. And we've got fabulous coaches in National mm-hmm. League. You've Breida Dick, um, Joan Black, Deirdre Brennan is coaching up around Ulster, University yeah. Alex with the underage as well. And as I said, Erin Bracken has been in, she does huge work in, in Liffey Celtics and around. And Suzanne herself as well, of course, um, is coaches and she was the assistant for the Ireland underage. And in the women interesting thing this year.
2: is mm-hmm. women are starting to break into the, uh, into coaching in the NBA. Yes. And Only one or two, but they're just starting to break into it. So there's absolutely no reason why women can't coach men or women. But it's to get more. 2020, one of the things in 2020 is to get more, 20% more women involved in every aspect of sport. And that includes coaching and mentoring. Yeah, Yeah, it is
0: very hard to do. I mean, when you think about it a lot of time, because sports like basketball, most sports in the country, they do rely a lot on volunteers. And we all know at the end of the day it's normally the woman is the person doing all the domestic work well a huge portion of it while working as well and then maybe taking the kids to training and all this kind of thing and it might be quite difficult to change that culture I think it is changing you're right and yeah. I think women like Suzanne McGuire are the ones and even like when you look at Grand Dwyer she's still playing but I love watching whenever she's playing anywhere girls were going up to her. I saw actually a few little girls go up to her last year at the cup finals asking can you show us how you do your ponytail? <laughs> and they were copying her ponytails in the crowd because yeah. she was approachable and, she they is. Could, and one of the big things is if you can't see it you can't be it and if for seeing Granja Dwyer she did inspire anyone. Yeah definitely and we've, s- we've so many yeah.
1: of those um, you know, women across the game be it on the court, as referees we have fantastic female referees and it's just to get that level, step up now with the coaching as well because as I said the talent is there, the knowledge is definitely there um, it's just to get them to take that step forward
0: But on your crystal ball now I was, <laughs> I was asking uh, Sue Murphy earlier about the NFL uh, we look forward to next weekend again in just the semi-finals because I'm so looking forward to these who's going to win them who's going oh, to face no, off in the final I can't, can't. To put your name on the line Oh my here.
1: no I'll be in big trouble if I do this but <laughs> but um, I don't know, it's it's two derbies, you know, so derbies can go either way. Father Matthews only beat Brunel by two points a couple of weeks ago in the league, so there's nothing between them. You'd imagine for the cup alone, that Father Matthews might pip it because they've got Cup Specialists, the Dwyers, on the team. Yeah. But Brunel have been UK in semi-finals for years now so they're pros at it as well. And then Liffey DCU. DCU reigning champions. DCU reigning, reigning champions. champions. Did you say to me earlier that Liffey, Liffey have a good record against them? Yes. Out of their last eight meetings since the league in 2016, Liffey have won six out of eight. Um, but... DCU beat them in the cup last year in the cup quarter final and probably won the games of the year should nearly have been the one that was on the TV Yeah, yeah, Um, and then the year before that Liffey beat DCU in the cup semi-final so you know I'm going to call an overtime game (laughs) a
0: good place to leave it there (laughs)